0: we go. Hey that's
1: guys. A, that's
2: an in-person pop. Welcome oh to episode 73 of CMD Towers Brews and Builds. I'm Mr. Commodore 5 and my fellow hosts will be returned to dust by the end of this month's theme, Oh, yes. And by return <laughs> to dust,
0: I mean quitting the show. <laughs> we, got, we got a long ways to go here, um, so I'm going to be quick with it because we are recording IRL for the first time oh, in months. Oh, it feels good. Months, so, uh, hey, cats For the Kittens. last time ever, Jerk. What? There's still three months. Uh, no. This is, Chair. This is it? Yeah. <laughs> That's <my> Chair. Fault. <laughs> uh, So just so we get it out of the way real quick. Uh, hey, cats and kittens coming for you, Jimmy. And that's right, Billy. Uh, this is a slutty, su- sweaty, slimy, greasy podcast. He's <laughs> slutty. A, slutty. Slutty. a little slutty here. Okay. And finally, we Tuck have this- feeling slutty. Today. So since we're in person, I decided to force these on Mr. Combo because but because I didn't want to bring any risk to our sponsorship with Rock Creek Brewing, <laughs> I went with some other ones. Um, Mr. Combo is a well-known uh, hops. Enjoyer. So oh, I tried yeah, to find, just love it. I <laughs> love the taste. I just tried to find the dankest, juiciest beers. <laughs> oh and to the juiciest beers. Uh, no sooner than five minutes before I got here. So this is what I came up with. <laughs> it's a juicy, slutty uh, round beer. Round one we have here is Rar and Sons Brewing Company, a dad gum IPA. And it says, and I quote, Raiden Danky So let's see how this goes down. The old hey, wait. You said cover. round one. Does that oh, mean yeah. there's multiple beers throughout this episode? Mm-hmm. Oh, good. But one of them, I think, you actually have a chance of enjoying. So, oh, this looks like a legit cup. Aren't those great? Uh, also, st- st- those cups have something in common with this oh. one. Oh man! Um, because of the old I, also, I also stole them from my, from my
1: job three jobs ago. It's so like right. I got a keyboard, right. a mouse, couple a couple of cups. Uh, Squeak!
0: You want a little? You want a yeah, little yeah, pitch? Yeah. yeah. Give me give me a little dive there. Guest. Okay, I'm gonna gonna use it. we're out of it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Believe me, my pour was about well, a quarter of an ounce okay, of foam. Okay, here from. we go. Cheers. All right.
2: Cheers. School. Christmas.
1: Here we Not bad. Not bad. Yes. Combo might actually throw up. Are you kidding? Oh my god,
0: that's so bad. It's so bad. It's kind of a dime a dozen IPA. It's not too bad, but it is for sure dank. Oh, good god we got well, this is going
2: to the communal center just, just uh, i got a small pool oh, I'll take, I'll there take we that. go i'll take that just, you
3: f- f- oh after that reaction no thanks okay <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll have one for you in a minute <laughs>
2: well spoiling it we do have a guest on this episode dude. wait before that
0: you look a little tired. Do yes. I? No, not at all. Uh, no, no, actually, no. no you look very no, tired. You we just talked you. about, about <laughs> even sleeping in until 10. You look very chipper But then I spray up to like
1: two or three watching oh, yeah. Vikings. Oh, I'm dead, hey, dead, you dead, know, dead. it's still eight hours. Eight hours is eight hours of sleep. Done. Oh, that's oh, that's right. I do get Think eight hours. That. Look at that. Look at that. Everybody right? gives me for waking up at noon, but I go to bed at four. It's eight hours. Works. Well, that, you're still a vampire. That, yeah,
0: that's also not... That's like... <laughs> Oh what's that's the difference between two person. and four? No. Because he's still waking up at a reasonable time in the morning. <laughs> not and and m- not, and not, if I may, the afternoon. <laughs> it's cause the morning's bullshit.
3: we don't need to do that. Oh my god. Now it's important. Do you wake up at noon or do you wake up at like afternoon, like twelve oh one? Oh definitely afternoon, like yeah. between, <laughs> okay, I was trying to let you off the hook there. Between so. noon and one is average yes, that's what and I was then on say. a so all,
0: I tried. Where most people would have already eaten two meals. <laughs> so <laughs>
2: No. Well, we have we have no. a guest. It's a new month, new theme, and he's gonna yes. help kick us off. The goad is here. You already heard his voice. Woo!
0: How you doing? Hey, I'm doing
3: pretty good. It's good know, to see had you. Had a nice yeah. little holiday. Good to see you guys in person too. Oh my god, yeah, so, it's uh, Right? It just feels good. Over the weekend, I went to uh, Nebraska Furniture Mart and picked
0: up a uh, a new office chair, and my nice. body
3: greatly appreciates me <laughs> on that one.
0: So is this like your mistress in comparison to your wife? Oh, deep cut. I'll say man.
1: you're even oh, over, and
2: you're gonna see your wife tomorrow. I mean, do do I need to let her in on your new dirty secret? Think think guys, careful. I think, think it broke cause... me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think there's a right thing think, to say here. Think, think carefully, because she listens to all of these. Yes. It's like, no, honey, it's not like that. This is <laughs> an
0: office chair. Exactly. No, that's your office washer? That's <laughs> your office wife? Okay, uh-huh. see, getting, <laughs> sure. getting domed in the bathroom, huh? Well, <laughs> I'm going to dome you for a hundred with Comet
2: Store.
1: <laughs> getting domed <laughs> in the
2: bathroom. Wow. Yeah, you cheating on her I'm better back. not ruin the Chiefs' uh, chances of winning Super Bowl. <gasps> right? That's going directly on you don't put that on me it's, it's, already, <laughs> it's, it's already been timed. It's, it. it's already it's, it's too, too late. late oh god <laughs> <laughs> thanks for tuning in guys and from bridge chaos records we got squee mcgee hello, hello. what up hello. y'all welcome
1: to the hoose the nice hoose. to have you here yeah it's house? A hoose. Hoose? The hoose? oh yeah. see i get it right that's right we record in a basement of a house but believe me Oh, well, I at, at least not, own parents. It. not my parents' yeah, He exactly. actually owns
2: it. <laughs> this is my house. Un-unsaid guest from last year. Reda- redacted
1: guest. Right?
0: De- redacted guest.
1: <laughs> now nah, it's Jason Ault, you suck. I don't like it. Alright, that's enough! It's done! Yeah, Anyways, right. that's
0: it! Squee out! Alright,
2: well, if you guys wanna support us, cause Jason Ault's gonna trash us now. <laughs> he's, he's
0: gonna- get, we're gonna get flamed from Uh, what his basement
2: oh oh, 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 oh. (laughs) he did that yikes uh the cmd tower team and all the content we put out just head over to our sponsor level1gameshop.com they sell everything that you need for board top games like settlers of Catan, which i am addicted to plus everything you need from a sealed and single magic perspective if you would actually like to give us some financial help though uh, head over to our patreon patreon patreon.com cmd tower we have pledge levels varying from just a buck a month that get you access into the discord and the deck therapy deck series all the way up to twenty five dollars where you get those plus like a whole bunch of swag from us. Play mats, sleeves, tokens, coins, stickers. We do. I oh, need I need some th- more of
0: them. I need some more of those.
2: And of course, that gives you additional entries into our monthly giveaways that level one sponsors. If you guys can't help us out from a monthly perspective, but you have seen maybe the Squee Coin on stream, or actually a lot recently with the Big Tuck Monarch token, mm. you can also head over to cmdtower.com slash merch and we sell everything on there. Um go ahead and buy it. Thank you, Spencer Rabbits. Thank yeah, you yeah, everyone that pers- supports right? us. Yeah, yeah, I know. Bought a couple
1: coins. A couple squeeze coins, my man. Those things are worth their weight
0: in coin flips. <laughs>
2: <clears throat> but if you guys can help us out from a financial perspective, just share the content you're watching and listening to, because every little bit of interaction from the collective does help. And of course, big shout out to our video editor, T Coats. You guys can see find him at Twitter, um, at T Coats. Uh, he is fantastic. He's, part, he's been a part of our collective for a long time, and he just started offering to do our Brews and Builds episodes, and they turn out pretty phenomenal. Yeah, yeah uh, they pretty look great, pretty damn pretty phenomenal. Fun. Way better than my PowerPoint slideshow. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Pink Royal, thank you. Thanks uh, for the music you guys provided in the beginning of the end. And hey, guys, new month, new giveaway. Stay tuned till the end so you can hear what it is. Manolith? No. Is Damn so, so brood build this me. our deck tech series <laughs> since we conquered the path of 32 we've moved on to the endless themes that edh can bring us each month will be a new theme and we correlate how those decks are constructed similar to how a beer is brewed so we broke it down into four different categories first one's ramp and setting your board state that's grain
0: yes yeah, and grains are the foundation of every beer they include both base malts and specialty malts usually in a 60 to 40 ratio this helps with the color taste and most importantly the alcohol content of a beer Decks always need ways to grow, stabilize, and ramp in your bigger threats. And just like a grain profile, they usually mix up staples and specialty cards. The next
2: thing to be, how does your board interact with all of your opponents? We call that hops.
0: Yes, and uh, hops uh, give the beer its patented bitterness and herbal floral flavors. I am not wearing my glasses. Uh, <laughs> they grow in a variety of strands, helps distinguish subcategories like this generic IPA we are enjoying. No, uh, our hop no. choices help no you interact with the it. board so your deck can do what it wants. I did. It was nice. Then the next is, how
2: does your deck actually close out and win? Which in this month's uh, theme that we're doing, you would think there'd be a lot of them, but it's actually the fewer, the better. We call that Yeast.
0: These are living microorganisms that eat the sugar from the grain and poop out alcohol and CO2. Uh, it adds the alcohol content and carbonation. Without yeast, to be drinking flat sugar water. and Without yeast cards, your deck wouldn't meet the goal of actually winning the game.
2: And then finally, we have shenanigans, weird pet card synergies that could be in the deck that are just kind of fun, which uh, we're starting off great. The deck <laughs> today has a whopping one. Uh, I think it'll either be one or less for the entire month. You could probably figure out where we're going with this. We call that a spice package.
0: And not every beer has them, but spices and other additives help separate a normal stock beer from a specialty one it could be the pepper that turns a stout into a jalapeno stout or the addition of hops that turn an ipa into a double ipa not every deck has something that makes it pop but if it does this is where we generally talk about
2: and it. then to seal the episode we have a bottle capping these can be big texts the goads and eyes cuts and adds to the deck that are going to be under five dollars which is surprisingly hard to do uh <laughs> under 50 and no budget because we don't want the goad to ever go on vacation we just can't talk about mana only lands so without further ado let's get brewing. My heart is filled with joy. We're talking CEDH month. It's all competitive. It's all disgusting. Ah, <sighs> oh, it makes me so happy. Uh, so, we're starting the year off with one of our great friends, the Goad. His The Goose is Loose, Kaikar uh, Wind Fury. CEDH deck. The Goose so, is Loose.
1: Awesome name. Yeah, awesome.
2: Uh, awesome. I believe also Alter by Marketing Ross. Oh, yes. Just uh, yes. yes. an outstanding <laughs> Alter
0: by Marketing <laughs> Ross. Piece was never an option, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, that, that altar. the Goose is indeed Loose. Part of the reason why the CEDH deck is still together.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so,
2: Big Tuck, why don't you read what Kaikar oh, does, come on. and then the okay. Goad, why don't you kind of tell us why you chose Kaikar, what kind of puts you down this path well, to make a CEDH deck?
0: All right. Thank you. It's much easier to read in person. So Kaikar Wind's Fury is a 3-3 legendary creature bird wizard. It's a mythic rare from M20, costing one in Jeskai that is blue, red, white. It's flying. Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, create a 1-1 white spirit creature token with flying. Sack a spirit, add a red. The raging gale fans the flames of righteous wrath.
2: So, yeah, Goat, how did you choose? I want to say, correct me if I'm wrong... When this got previewed, you immediately called yeah, it, instantly like a, it like called it. Dip, right? <laughs> I have, I've
3: been a big fan of Jeskai colors for a very long time. Like, I just like the way that they work. Sure. Oh, so you like playing bad decks?
2: Yeah, yeah so, pretty much. Okay. Okay. So I thought just we just have, established this. So we're <laughs> talking about CED, you just have all the access to all the
0: removal at all the times. Yeah. So.
3: <laughs> but I was really like when it got previewed, like it was the first one that really kind of, I was like, oh, wow, I really want to build around that. So I was like. Let's call dibs first and let's see what we're going to do with it. (laughs) Okay, sure. So it went through a couple different versions. Right around the time I started watching uh, some gameplay videos regarding CEDH, uh, very popular people, uh, Spike Feeders, Playing With Power, those kind of guys watch their videos. I'm like, you know, I kind of want to try my hand at that. So I started looking around, seeing what people were saying about Card. eventually kind of put this list together threw around a joke to our friend Marketing Ross. I'm like, okay, uh, would it be fun if we did Untitled Goose Game for an altar up here? (laughs) He goes, I'll do that for you. And uh, did an outstanding job. Uh, And after I saw how great it was and how the deck, I was like really kind of
1: happy with it. Yeah, I'm like, this needs to happen. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I have a question for you. May I get my hands on your goose? Oh, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and I I remember, I think I've played
2: this deck a handful of times and it is definitely... (sighs) One of those decks where, I don't know, you tell me if you feel it's like, I feel like your deck, your your deck's just really kind of focused in your own bubble. You're not really concerned a whole lot with what everyone else is doing. It's just you're trying to ramp, dig, get through your library as quick as you can to get to your combo piece. Um, and then any counter magic or removal stuff that's really just to protect your board i don't i don't know if you're really using it too much against your opponents how do you feel the deck kind
3: of plays it definitely does go like that where you're yeah. more solitary and trying to do your thing and then protect your thing uh it was way further into the whole solitaire plan at the very beginning yeah. i'm starting to move it as you know i'm getting more and more into cdh and kind of seeing how it plays i'm mm-hmm. getting a little bit more like better at putting in certain cards oh, okay. and I am one of the things that I am adding is a little bit more
1: interaction okay, uh, okay, to go out and try
3: to interrupt people mm-hmm. because right now it's as much as I love playing solitaire <laughs> at a table of <laughs> three other people playing solitaire <laughs> I
0: yeah,
3: like to interact a little bit. That's why I
0: hate CEDH. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so Tuck I know you're not a big CEDH guy so when you looked at the deck list what were your first thoughts? So I,
0: I had three um, one was shame on you for using Architect, that piece of shit software that makes it it impossible to read and impossible to copy and paste it is not possible to do it and it's so stupid i tried to hack to the html underneath it and you can't even do that because it loads through javascript so so first shame on you second off goad you're as always you're on thin ice just get (laughs) that out there uh and third i actually like the commander a lot um i think it's very unique in its style and i wanted to ask you because I have no idea about the trappings of CEDH because I'm not a complete monster. Is this something that you see him, her, it, her, her... I think that guy's a dude. Her, him, him, him. <laughs> so it, is, is this Any like, combination of those, we're you, good it, to go. Just like, a, like you're on a record scratch. Her, her, him. Burr, burr, burr. him burr. I can't uh, him, him. Yeah. Oh, I can't him, him, him. Can't lose him, him, him. Get out of him.
1: I'm going to remix Red that. Rebar, Barbara. Bar, <laughs> no, oh, no, not stop that. Uh, so uh,
0: how often do you see this in, like, is this something that you see often played in CDH? Is this, is this one of the top tier decks or, like, most commonly played? Because I... This is the first time I'd ever heard of it, right?
3: Um, I don't think so. I think it's fairly uh, fringe. Um, okay. A lot of my gameplay experience with CEDH has really been at conventions. Mm. And uh, as as we know, uh, 2020 wasn't a great year for conventions. Yes. <laughs> yep. So I haven't gotten to see a lot. Um, I have seen a couple videos about them online, and they kind of go the same idea I'm going a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's not, it's not a popular one by any means.
2: Well, if we look over at your mana cost to production, uh, you have a perfect pie uh, equal of all three colors, but what you need seems like you need, I don't know, 40%
0: more blue. Uh, I also, I think this is where I'm going to interject into this conversation and then come right out of it. Uh, this deck costs thirty six hundred dollars, and I'm guessing shit. most of that is in the land, the land base. But like Mister Combo's deck, we're talking about the future.
2: It's a little off. Wow! So sixteen hundred dollars on the lands,
3: but his grain section's fourteen hundred. That's uh, right there's there. a fair bit of you know reasonably expensive mana rocks in the growing a section. A fair
1: bit of reasonably <laughs> expensive mana rocks you yeah. That's all I have
0: to say about the, that's all I have to say about the To the tune of $1400. Um, and then and as as conventions. Actually, what, is that something that you ever <laughs> so Mr. Combo and I we never even really looked at that. Yeah, back in the day, but that's something we've really, you know, tracked is that something that you track on or is this just the land base that seems to work for you? Uh this one just
3: just seems to work for okay. me. Hmm. All right. Fair Easy enough. enough. Yep. There uh, we go. No. Well, and then
2: CMC <laughs> it's a 2.1 yeah. hello. Whoa. But the crazy thing is I'd say that's average for CEDH 2.1, maybe 2.4 might be middle of the road. Yeah. Under, under three kind of is around like the,
3: the
0: immediate cutoff. Closer right? to yeah. two is where you mm-hmm. kind of want to stay. Yeah.
2: And I mean, there's some decks that if you're above 1.5, it's like oh, bad news bears. Seriously? Yeah. Because yeah, like I think power Urza. That runs extremely low CMC because you run all the zero drop artifacts and they all tap for mana. Right, right, right. Everything that has an X spell do that. Yep. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, uh, let's get brewing. I'm very interested uh, for this grain section because there are some cards in here that I've even kind of struggled putting in my CEDH decks. Uh, They're in there. I just struggle like, why are they even in? So,
3: Goad, why don't you start us off with
2: it being your deck? What's your first card you want to talk about?
3: Well, uh, I think we better start off. I and mean, we don't talk about CDH. You need to talk about the grainiest of the grains. The one grain card that everyone's going to think of. We're going to talk about Mystic Remora. Oh, Ugh. yeah. Yeah, I know. Pay yeah, the fish. I know. You never you never want to feed the fish. Those are the rules. And, uh, sometimes, you know, people have, yeah, have have given me cards off of it. I mean, sometimes you can draw like five, six cards with yeah. this thing for one mana. And that's, just, yeah. I mean, that's ridiculous. Yes. <laughs> I really like it. I mean, the cumulative upkeep is not that bad, really. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can a lot of times draw 8, 9, 10 cards.
2: Yeah, I would
1: assume somewhere in the $1,400 you have the mana to pay for the cumulative upkeep. Uh,
2: well, so here's how. So, Mr. Gamora, if you're not familiar with it, single blue. The cumulative upkeep is one color. So it goes one, then two, then three, and it adds up. And so whenever target, or it's actually just now errated, whenever an opponent successfully casts a non-creature spell, you may draw a card, that player may pay four to counter that effect. Mm -hmm. So what I've always seen is turn one, someone plays it, everyone groans and gets pissed. Goes around the table, people purposely do not play anything. anything. And then they'll pay for the cumulative upkeep at least once, it goes around again, and then usually they let it die that second time, unless Mm. they went like Soul Ring, Mana Crypt, and you just have extra stuff to pay it. Um, I haven't, I don't normally see Mr. Cremora last more than a cumulative upkeep to maybe yeah. three.
0: Well, and the only thing I, the only question I had is if you, I guess. I think this is a good card. I think I wish I would have bought a hundred of them when they were a dollar. Oh my gosh! yeah um, like someone said on, I think goldfish and I was like, Ah, it's never gonna grow up. But here we are. Uh, so, but I was going to say the thing I don't love about it is if it's kind of like burgeoning where if you get it out early, cool. But later in the game, it's kind of a dead drop. But in C, but in CDH, there is no later in the game, no. right? Because it's like if you get this out and between, t- if you get this out for one. Between turn one and five, if it gets even that far into it, you're only going to get your value off it,
2: right? So I will say that's a misconception about CEDH. And Goat, I don't know if you agree with me. People are like, oh, CEDH is like turn turn two, turn three, turn four wins. A lot of CEDH games go turn seven, eight, nine, and ten.
3: Hmm. Yeah, you can get that way. Yeah. It definitely has the same kind of thought process that like Legacy does, where everybody thinks, oh, it's all the most powerful everything and everybody's trying to do this and it's going so quick. And a lot of times, you know, well, not a lot of the times, some of the times it can turn into a really grindy affair.
2: Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. gotcha. Oh, like the Counterspell Off that you were talking about? Yes,
3: so that, that's
2: that's the difference with CEDH versus EDH. EDH is gonna do twice as many turns, but a CEDH game, if, it's, if everyone's playing appropriate decks, it may go to only turn six, sure. but each turn cycle may take 15, 20 minutes because right, right, right. there's just a lot of stuff, a lot happening. of interaction yeah. and that sort of thing. Sure. Yep. All right. Well, my first card is probably one of the ones that Tuck picked because I know he hates CEDH and he tries <laughs> to find at least interesting things to talk about. Um, I like this one because it's like a one sided Wheel of Fortune, which Wheel of Fortune is even something I struggle with in CEDH and I'll get to that probably next week when we talk about my CEDH yes. deck. So I know, I know, do you guys have
3: this card? It wasn't it's, one of the ones I picked, but I know which one you're talking
2: does about. Does it have
0: two sides? Yes, it does. <laughs> Here we go. All right. Wait, Three. hold on. Where's the tambourine? <laughs> oh God. Here's the cat. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Hi, buddy. Shake the cat. <laughs> it's not working. Oh,
1: Noodle's not a fan of that. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> All right. <laughs> Wait. Yeah! Ah,
3: sh- Three, two, one. Good good
2: lightning. Lightning. All right, that's two colorless red. It's an instant. Put any number of cards from your hand it, it, on the it, bottom it, of your library and then draw that many cards a, plus one. I'm going to hold on to this. Uh, <laughs> and then its backside I, is... I, 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 I got flavor text, you yes, SOB. Well, I can't read the cards. <laughs> <laughs> my ancestors reshaped the world to their vision. I have a few ideas of my own. Tars Olin, Stoneforge Mystic.
0: Oh, interesting. Um, Valica, it could be played as Valakit Stoneforge, which is a land. Uh, it enters the battlefield tapped, and you can tap it for a red. I can hear the echo of their hammers, long stilled. <laughs> Tars Olan Stoneforge Mystic God as well. Damn you, blind
1: sob! He just shoved his computer screen into his face. <laughs> so I, I, you know, you I know like-
2: there's a zoom function. I think these modal cards are fantastic for CEDH cuz in CEDH you want options, you want ways to kind of speed through your deck. So this helps speed through your deck, get you closer to your combo, but if it's oh, in if it's in the goat's opening hand and it's like <clears throat> it's my only land but I have like an amazing turn 2 play cuz all of these other cards are just straight money. He might be like, "Well, I could probably dump my hand turn 2. I might as well just keep it." Um, yeah, right. and, and that's something to where like a normal card, like Wheel of Fortune, it's just like, oh, I have it. Do I want to keep it?
0: Yeah, uh, for sure. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but there, if there's other things where if you discard X, you get Y, you can discard it either way, right? What do you mean? You can discard this as a land or as a non-land. No, correct? so it's always a non-land
2: when it's in the deck, the graveyard, and in your hand. Okay but then when you play it you're able to play it for either, either side. One. Okay, so
0: it's always the face card yes. on it. Got it. Um okay cool. Yeah. So uh I agree with that and that's I think it's interesting that like this card is making waves across all formats. Oh, really? I yeah, know like it's it's starting to climb in price um because it's a modality. So to me it was just surprising to see this in EDH or CEDH rather. Is it played? Is it starting to get played more often? Well,
3: um this card has been in my deck for exactly one game. Okay. And I have casted exactly zero times. Yeah, okay. And I, <laughs> I just really like everything you guys said about what it, it yeah. can do. Mm. This is one of those, like, we all know the one of those cards where you're like, on paper, this can be outstanding. <laughs> I just need to see it in, played, in practice. Right. Yeah. But yeah, it comes in as a land. I mean, at worst, it yep. can get me one card in my hand. Like, yep. just one draw. And I mean, it's an instant. You can play it whenever. Triggers Kai card. Yep. Gets me a spirit. That's pretty big. So. Well, the only thing that it does suck at
2: is that if you have no cards in hand except for this, you get zero.
0: Well, you get that. Isn't plus
2: it how hard right? you
3: get that many plus oh, one? Plus one. Yeah. yeah so, it's plus so, one. Always, it's so it's always at least a, uh, a
1: cycle.
0: Yeah. And yes. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry
3: <laughs> it says architect so
0: crap. I, I zoomed in. I just
1: in,
3: need um, to start passing around my glasses. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, who's up um, next? Everybody since- need a magnifying <laughs> glass.
0: And since we matched, it's your time of the. Uh- Cast for round two. What? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so now sign up for this. Now we're enjoying an everything rhymes with orange IPA from our pals down in Rough Tail Brewing in Oklahoma City. So cheers. Cheers, my dears. Oh, that's good. Mm. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's delicious. Gonna yeah. it tastes,
2: it's delicious. I'm going to throw up. It tastes It's very orangey.
0: Do you want a little. No, no, I'm okay. good. I'm good. Right. good. I'm good. I think Just as long as yourself. my
2: reactions keep being this, uh, he wants nothing to do with it. Correct. Perfect. <laughs> so you're telling me, Tuck, and I have to overreact on how good it is
0: <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> to, to even it out. All
2: right. So Big Tuck, we shared on that. Yes. What is your last grain?
0: So I. this is another one that I'm surprised to see because oh. I think I know what it's in here for. Um, but this is a two-drop tutor that is shockingly expensive in my books because yeah. I've realized it's never been reprinted. Is this anyone? Okay, so Merchant Scroll. Colorless in a blue. Uh, it's a sorcery. Uh, it costs about $7, which is wild. Really? So, yeah, right? Search I think library, I have a couple of Search a library for blue instant or interrupt. Damn it. Um, reveal that card to all players and put it into your hand. Reshuffle your library afterwards. So pretty much it's like a Mystic Remora that only gets instance. <laughs> or sorry, it's a Mystical Tutor yeah. that only gets instance at sorcery speed. But when I read this card, this just says pay colorless in a blue Take Cyclonic Rift out of your deck, put it into your hand, and then wait, and then pass the turn. Or go
1: get Mystic Tutor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, like, yeah.
0: go get Mystic Tutor.
1: It is a
3: card that yeah, it does search for you know it's very limited in what it searches for, but one of the cards it searches for, and we'll talk more about the combos at the end or whenever we get to the East section. Sure. But it also searches for Dramatic Reversal. Oh, okay. which yeah, is fifty percent yeah. of, the, the of one party. of the combos yeah. in
2: here. Yes, and then the other thing that it can also do because you never counter the counter spell right. or you never counter the tutor you counter the spell they get you can just go get a card that i'm going to talk about in the hop section it's a counter spell that can't be countered so oh, it's like gotcha. oh i'm about to go off let me go ahead and start my train and if someone's like ah no it's like okay well i got this it's right. almost I like having this, it's almost yeah. like having grand abolisher mm-hmm. on your side of the board yeah
0: okay cool so i just i was i was shocked to see it was eight dollars <laughs> or seven dollars and i thought it was cool to see it in a cdh deck cool all right good what's your last one?
3: Well, the last one, you know, looking through the grains, it's it's all of them are really straightforward. But mm. uh, the one I kind of wanted to talk about mainly because uh, I don't know if Tyler listens to this podcast or what's his nickname, Scary Tyler, terrifying Tyler, terrifying, terrifying Tyler. Tyler. Yeah, but you know, he plays a lot of Legacy, and I, you know, uh, we're talking about Brainstorm. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, okay, which sure. is just uh, it's pretty simple. One drop, instant, draw three cards, take two of them, put it on top of your library. So I have a lot of ways to search in my deck, and I know a very popular Legacy play, which is you know. Something that Tyler would be proud of me for is brainstorm. <laughs> put the two things on your top of your deck that you don't like, and then fetch. And then it's like oh, yeah, and then sure. it's like you just draw two cards. And you know he does that all the time. And uh, I just wanted him to know that I do that too now. <laughs> yeah. And I want him to be. Tyler. <laughs> I want him to be proud of me.
2: <laughs> so wait, so you brainstorm with that on the stack? You fetch? Well, after it resolves. Okay. Because then so you, the two,
0: you, you brainstorm and put the two crap ones that you want. Oh, okay. And then you
2: fetch then you fetch okay yep. but there's still the risk that they could be right back in the same spot you're not wrong correct that They're, is probability you're you are yep. not wrong yeah brainstorms just basically st- I, I think it's a can we all just agree that is a blue staple yes
1: yeah yeah I, if, you're I don't, run, if
2: you're running blue i don't think any there's any color, I, there's color combination what
1: version are you running i have the ice age version okay i was about to say Ooh, if you OG. don't I would, I would happily run upstairs and give you one. what other version would you run uh the one I with know. the weird brain uh, yeah that one Oh would be weird. yeah oh, wait
0: there's one the there's Jace, the iconic Spellbook one. That's yeah. Double oh, Masters. Yeah, no. I think okay. I
2: have the full art one from Double Masters. Yeah, right. Mind. That'd be okay. it would be yeah. an okay one.
0: But the OG one, you can't beat it.
2: Nope. Looks great. Kind of like the OG Counterspell. Really oh, much. you like oh, that
0: one. The, one I just where like the it's like this and the failings? Yeah. Interesting. Actually,
1: interesting. I'm, I'm going to run and give everybody a Merry Christmas present. Talk a brain, A brainstorm? Okay. <laughs> I just looked I'm, up, the... I I'm think
0: I'm thinking it's got it's ugh, I can feel a st- storm coming Uh the recent these most recent normal printing of it. I hate with the girl and it's like blue. It's ter- terrible, terrible. Oh, anyway, that, we'll...
2: that one's all right. All right. Well, my last one, it's a white staple, in my opinion. Um, any white deck should run it unless I guess you have green. Uh, it's always one of those weird ones, but I've done that. I've actually been able to plot this down in the CEDH game and it just dominates smothering tithe. Oh, it's sure. a, it's a card that honestly, I think a lot of CEDH people, I am not sure. I'm just guessing would maybe say it's a little too high CMC for what it does. Ah, four mana. And maybe you're getting a mana to your mana pool, but I know good. We talked about this precast. Um, and you had said, one of your strategies in this is you got to get to infinite mana and then you can kind of do a thing. Well, what is the one thing that universally happens in CDH games? Yes, counter spells, but people drawing three, four, five, six, seven, eight cards a rotation, like an individual happens all the time. And people don't normally have extra mana to waste on not paying for your smothering tithe. So a lot of times it's like, fine, have the treasure. Sure. Um, it's kind of also a little bit like Ristic study in a way, to where Ristic study it's one, so people are a little bit more willing to pay it. But paying two for every card you draw, yeah, it's kind of bottom. Oh man, that's awful. And are yeah. you going to really stop your value engine and not draw cards because they have a smothering type? F- no. no, you're going to keep doing thing. No one's going to
0: pay the two anyways. Like I, 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 I pay, pay the two. Well, it's because you're a fool, <laughs> and that's why <all> you die.
2: <laughs> I try to pay the two every time, and no one else ever does. Ooh,
0: uh, Squee just passed me over the two cards I was we just talking Ooh. about. Oh, that's hilarious! From, from his endless b- binder of old commons <laughs> these are great. I got more. Don't, oh, worry. Yeah, don't, don't I you do worry. really
3: like this counterspell art? Because yeah. you can just look in the dude's
1: face; he's, he's all like, what? <laughs> "What?" He
0: just looks so sad. And Mark Pool, I got Christo all the old counterspells
1: minutes. art. They're all sitting here. Whatever you want, multiple.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I got. All blind. right, we get it. You open the treasure chest. <laughs> Take a drink. <laughs> So I'm Happily.
2: curious, Goad, have you been able to plant down Smothering Tithe in a CEDH game yet? Um, I think I did it once. Did it do kind of like how I was describing? Yeah, it, you just it helped. Up it a did, it did it I don't think
3: I ended up winning that game, but I did do it once and I did get a, a fair bit of value. Yeah. Out of it. like I was in a position like I think I was in a position to win, but just didn't happen, which mm. which happens. Yeah. yeah
2: all right well i think that's going to wrap up the ramp and grain section now we're going to head over to the board state and hop profile and BitTuck, why don't you start this one off what is your first hop card
0: so i'm going again i'm trying to continue the train of i'm surprised this makes the cut in Cedh. so i'm talking about another old card that has finally gotten reprinted to be under a dollar which i think is right where it needs to be and it also has recently gotten reprinted into destroy mode it's a counter spell but it Slaps and then gives a tickle. <laughs> a little slap and tickle. A little slap of the tickle. So I want to talk about arcane denial. Oh. So uh, I, I like, understand now. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Mr. was like, Godfather, if you listen, call the police. <laughs> uh, so arcane denial is a colorless and a blue. Uh it's an instant counter-target spell, full stop, which yep. I think is awesome. Um, for the mana and everything there. That spells controller may draw up to may draw yep up to two cards at the beginning of the next turn's upkeep and then you draw, draw. a card um which is funny now that I'm rereading it so the th- I, the things I like about this in a lot of decks is is it's another it's another straight counter spell yep right no question if if you and we've talked about this before on the cast or maybe outside of it if you counter the right spell at the right time, uh, for those playing the home game, uh, Squee McGee just used a pair of pliers to open a beer, which <laughs> is just very strange. Uh, that's just
1: one step away from him just biting off the top. <laughs> <laughs> the Godfather taught me how to open a beer with any rigid thing. Well, that's, that's what, what she said. <laughs> so,
0: um, counters the spell, full stop. If you, the, the way that we've talked about in the past is that it's powerful that if you counter the right spell at the right time using mm-hmm. it, it doesn't matter that yeah. they draw two cards, because you're like, because you can just say, "Nope, I'm stopping your combo," and now you have to work your way around it, right? Um, and also, reading now, the May, I think it's also funny that it's the opponent's May, but you have to draw. Um, so again, I think it's, I think this is a cool inclusion. Um, I don't know if there's better counter spells for CEDH, but this has always been my kind of. If you're playing multiple colors, don't have a spare card counter spell lying around. This one does kind of like the next best thing.
2: Yeah, I mean, the only reason I think it's CEDH play is because it costs two, Mm. and it's unconditional. Right. And a lot of times when you're countering in CEDH, it's to stop the game-winning piece. Mm. So to your point, the drawing the extra couple cards is not that big of a deal. Um, And
1: it's a colorless in blue, too. Yeah, Yeah, that's huge, too. Especially in a three-color deck.
0: Yeah. Yeah, especially when you only have, you know... I, listen, like we all understand that when you only have $1,600 to throw in your land base, <laughs> being able to eliminate a pip on a counter spell is just worth its <laughs> weight in gold.
3: Yeah, and I really, I mean, I really like Arcane Denial, and it's for a reason. Like, uh, like uh, Mr. Combo just said a little bit ago, it's like when someone's about to, when someone's, you know, when you want to counter something, it's countering the big important thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know, especially or, or protecting your own combo. I mean, I'll I want a combo off. I don't care if you draw two cards. Uh, you know, after you're yeah. dead. Yeah. So it's it's. I think it's a really good card. It is kind of one of the one, and also, I mean, it replaces itself. So mm-hmm. there's a lot yep. of good there. It can a little bit. Yeah. So. It is one that you know I always hold on to when I'm thinking about maybe cutting it for something else, but then I think about everything it can do, and I'm just like, you know, we'll just hang on to it for yeah. now.
2: <laughs> yeah, and I think this will relate a lot to a card that we'll talk about next week in mine to where it's one of these conditional, I get something, but my opponent gets something, but theirs is a little bit delayed, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, I'm only using this just like I'm sure the goads only going to use probably an Arcane Denial if it's you- are either a, I'm a hundred percent going to win the game right now. I know if I counter if I count whatever those, yeah. if I counter this I've won the game so they're not even going to get to draw the two cards or I literally have to stop whatever they're doing or they just win. Yeah. Um. And you know that's. Uh, I I think that's kind of fun because it it gives you that 40 chess vibe when you're playing because, I mean, who knows? He may have uh, Arcane Denial, but then my card, Dovin's Veto.
0: Oh, Oh, nice.
2: Yeah. um, You know, maybe between those two. And it's like, well, which one do I use at this exact instance? Because Dovin's Veto is a white blue instant. This spell can't be countered. Counter target non-creature spell. Right. Um, And I see you've learned nothing. Chandra. Man, I don't know why I put that big of a pause with a comma. Yeah, I was like, I
0: can't talk. I re- I refuse to jump on that bandwagon because, again, I I'm can't not. read. <laughs> but like, this voice is great, by the way. You'd still
2: put a match to something rather than understand it.
0: So that does, uh, that it, sounds exactly what I think Dolvin was. Hey, it's like yeah, a it really weird does.
2: Yoda. Yeah, right. Um, not Get out much? Yeah, probably into the theater scene. <laughs> Oh, Poor so. Dovin, he didn't deserve this.
1: <laughs> I hate Dovin. Hey, new do, do bed, Dovin sucks. He's on it. He's on the train. I like it. Hashtag D sucks? Yeah. You're not going to get the same pictures you thought. <laughs> that is a dangerous Google, so my friend. The, the, <laughs> I love Dovin's veto because
2: it cannot be countered. Yeah. And so many things like Flusterstorm and other cards like that exist. Force of Wills, that... Just because you've countered whatever they're going to do, maybe to their counterspell to you, doesn't mean that someone else doesn't have a counterspell. spell. Yep. Or if that same person doesn't have three of them in hand and they're all free to play. So Dovin's Veto, it's just like, well, crap. Now I got to like do another loop de loop rigmarole type deal uh, to get to the original spell I wanted to counter. Um, I, I like it. I'm wondering, is it hard to play because it is white blue? I wouldn't say hard. Okay. It's not as easy yeah.
3: as some other counterspells, okay. but it's not hard. Hmm.
0: Right. To, to be fair. To be fair. Uh, it, it, uh Counterspell is... Two blue. Which is also equally hard in a three-color deck, right? Or would it be harder? Two blue versus splitting them? Uh, two blue
2: technically would be harder to, to get because your pile yeah. of blue you could pull from is getting Smaller, smaller right math <laughs>
3: you got me good hop now <laughs> <laughs> well go, running off of what you said about the two blue i am going to pick a two blue cost uh, spell uh you um, know like spell. No, 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 I'm kind no. of yeah. kind I, of i was like kind of tam- kind of kind of okay, <laughs> Well, you guys know how much of, how big a fan I am of modality, so I want to talk about Muddle the Mixture.
4: Yeah, oh. <laughs>
3: Was this,
1: what is this one of Yeah, this card's
3: great. Yeah! Uh, well, I'll just go ahead and read until you yell at me to stop, and then you can go on from there. I can't use Architect. I want you to read the whole thing. Oh, fair enough. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All
3: right. So, Muddle the Mixture as is a two-drop, inst, uh, two-blue instant that counters target instant or sorcery yep. spell. Yep. which... Let's be honest, that's the part of the card that you cast the least. Yeah. (laughs) The other ability it has is transmute for one and two blue. You discard it, search your library for a card with the same converted mana cost as it, reveal it, and put that card into your hand. But you can only do that as a sorcery.
0: $6? (laughs) What?
3: (laughs) Yeah, I'm looking through a lot of the prices right now on Architect, like just like as I'm selecting the cards, and I'm like, mm, I'm not sure why that's there. (laughs) No, this card's great. It searches for so much. It searches for, um it can search for dramatic reversal. It can search yep. for false dawn, impact tremors. Oh, a card that I may or may not talk about in the future that I'm going to add. And it well, yeah, also can search for- 25 two drops, so- Yeah, it can also hundreds. search for merchant scroll, which can search for mystical tutors. <laughs> then you
2: can use that to go and search for dramatic reversal. <laughs>
3: the search and the search <laughs> and the search.
2: But yeah, no, I totally picked this for all the reasons you just said. This literally tutors up either- real counter magic that you need yep. or your game winners, which even I'm adding a two
1: CMC spell uh, for another game winning mm. combo. I just uh, had an idea. Instead of inception in searching where you use a search to search, to search, to search, oh, to search. Oh, to search. that's like that. right.
0: Right. In that now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What do you vampiric tutor and put demonic tutor on top
2: of your library? Yeah. Yes, then exactly. You and tutor. then you demonic
0: tutor find diabolic tutor and then sacred <laughs> Then you use that to find dull block intent, sacred creature. And, you and then you have to use that. that to go
2: get uh what is it begins with an eye and it has flashback.
0: Oh, um infernal no. pacts? No, um it's the tutor, right? With the guy yeah. with the skull thing? Yeah. Gosh, and I just cut it from a deck too. What? Yeah.
2: Oh, no wonder it was in you my, it was in, it, my is. it was in my CEDH deck. Oh right. Uh, but anyways, yeah, card's awesome. Uh, I'm glad glad it's in here. I will say though, just curious, uh, have you put all the tutors you have in the deck in here, or is is this like your because like you said, you're not really using it for the counter spell. It just it seems weird to pay three to tutor at sorcery speed for only two for only two. So I'm just curious, have you put all of the tutors you can in the deck in the deck? Uh, I've put all the ones that I own in the deck. Okay. Whether or not there's
3: more, I'm not sure about, but I want to reiterate, two is an incredibly important number for this deck. Yes, right. (laughs) (laughs) Isochron Scepter, Dramatic Reversal, Impact Tremors. uh, So you say two is not the loneliest number? No. Not in this deck.
2: Not in Kaikar's house. (laughs) All right. Well, Big Tuck, round
0: out your last hop uh so this is another i did it again another card that i'm excited to see in the cdh deck (laughs) and it also has i think really cute art featuring an elephant Mm. so i want to talk about our old pal generous gift so two colors and a white it's an instant destroy target permanent its controller puts a three three green elephant creature token into play um the best presents are impossible to re-gift, which is also incredible. <laughs> so um, I am. I this is a really good rule spell in the same sense that uh, beast within its green counterpart. Of course, it's in green because why not? <laughs> uh, and now they have to reprint green cards into white just to make it better.
1: I like how they put green in the white card even because it's a green elephant. Right, yes, exactly. Yeah. So, um, Which, that was a complete miss. But, they should have done a white elephant. White elephant get the Oh, that oh, it is really good. Perfect. Damn it.
2: They probably um, just didn't want to make another token.
0: Yes, right. Oh, my God. Because we, we, we need slots for zombies. Oh, all these tokens that I, from these decks are pulling apart. Fire! Oh, it's a nightmare. Yeah, no kidding. Um. So, again, I just think it's really cool that it's in the deck because it is... Mm-hmm. It is pretty much non-situational removal. Since this is a relatively new card, was there one that you cut to put this in because it is so modal? It's not that. No, new. this one actually. Uh, year, this yeah. one
3: actually yeah. made it into the deck when it was created. Okay. And this is one another one of those ones where I'm like, eh, I'm not sure I should be running it, <laughs> but then I always think about you know times I've used it. Mm-hmm. you, yeah, know, you right. get that that montage. Like Goodbye Goggles in right. that montage. <laughs> Singing uh, Time of Our Life in the background while you're thinking about cutting it. You're like, no, I can't
1: do it. Let's find oh, something else. man. Late, late 90s Green Day reference. Wow. Jeez. Well, Goad, round us out. Give us your last hop. Well, this is a good card because,
3: um, uh, uh, that I really like. I uh, packed it. It was a lot of fun. It's one of my favorite cards uh, to play in formats that isn't going to get me slapped. Um, I'm a really big fan of uh, Teferi the Time Raveler. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. <laughs> and you try to play this in literally any other format, and you will get slapped. And yeah. Twisted T can just... <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, so I'll go ahead and read it. So, Teferi Time Raveler, for those of you who don't know what it is... Uh, uh,
0: A.K.A. the new thing that you can say is, instead of saying that... Baby Teferi. You can simply say, for those playing the home game. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. For those playing... The home game. Does that there it feel great It, it feels does. good. It, it feels does good. <laughs> He's not going to get a bumper sticker of it. You don't know that. He's already got the tattoo. Why don't we? we have,
1: why don't we have for those playing the home game bumper stickers? <laughs> I, I put one on my car. Let's think about. Do that. people still do bumper stickers? Sure. Yeah. Oh. Put I'll it on, on your water stickers, bottle. Like, I don't
2: give a to put on water bottles and stuff. Yeah. No, put it not. on your computer. We'll talk offline. Okay. <laughs>
3: Where was I? All right, reading the card. Uh, <laughs> so it is a one, a white and a blue for a Planeswalker. Uh, it has a static ability where each opponent can only cast spells only at any time they can cast a sorcery. You're so so a the bitch. pause there, is that one of the core reasons you put this card in the deck? Because you want to
2: stop people from doing instants? Oh, a great amount, yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's quite large. I'm quite jealous I
3: can't put that in my CEDH deck.
2: Oh,
0: right.
3: Uh, so it's plus one is until your next turn, you may cast sorcery spells as though they had flash, which is neat, I suppose. Yeah. And then it's negative three is to bounce an artifact, creature, or enchantment to its owner's hand, and I get to draw a card. So <laughs> usually what happens when t- I cast a fairy is I bounce a thing, draw a card, and then just hope it doesn't die. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, that's, that's good enough for me if I get the attention off my face for a second and get it onto his. That's... Mm-hmm. It's really good, and then you can also cast it if you've got like an abundance of mana to protect your combo. There's right. a lot of utility you can do. Also, and
2: it's another thing that can bait out a counter spell. Um, you know, if you're like, I got my combo, but I don't have enough counter magic to maybe take on the other two blue players. to Fairy Time Raveller? Question mark? And <laughs> someone's like, Oh, f- that yeah, exactly. <laughs> counter yeah, spell. Because yeah, no, they may yep. say in their head, like, Okay, save a turn cycle. I have a chance to draw a card. I can, I can do some stuff. Right. And then he's like, Okay, I win the game now. And they're like, We were gonna lose anyways.
0: To your point, not only counterspell, but like a generous gift or some of these other like non-conditional removal spells once it's on the battlefield. But too. once it's on
2: the battlefield, they can't do it. Because you can oh, like, I cast see you sorcery. Mean,
0: not cast a sorcery. Not on his turn yes. right away. Gotcha. Yeah.
2: All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap up the hot profile. Now we're going to head over to yeast. And I'll start this off because it's my favorite section. I want to talk about a card that helps get his... Uh, because well, there's only 12 options. It's CEDH. That's what we do. <laughs> and uh, this thing will transform creatures into game winners.
0: Get out your tambourine. Is this, <laughs> it? Is this all of <laughs> us? Three, two, one. Divergent Divert- 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 Cost six color and a red. It's an instant. I said it way before you. It has undaunted, like so which makes it cost one less than each opponent. They <laughs> literally yell at each Man, other. And you got the big uh, paragraph. Damn this is it. wonderful. This is Wait, wonderful. Wait, no, you haven't read one yet. <laughs> yes, I did. I read off Divergent Five. Transformation. Six color and a red. Well, I figured out the zoom trick, so <laughs> here we <you> go.
1: Uh, <laughs> coming <laughs> from the guy that works in IT,
0: <laughs> I work. In cloud solutions,
1: <laughs> uh, Four. control plus isn't that <laughs> hard.
0: <That's
2: laughs> this is like how you don't say a stewardess. It's now flight. I work okay. in cloud transformations.
0: So side note, one guy, I got yelled at by an intern at the company I used to recruit for. Cause he's like, I saw that you posted software engineer jobs under the it on the career site. Like, yeah, it's like, I don't work for help desk. I'm an engineer. And I was like, you guess, guess who's also not going to be working here <laughs> uh, Anyways, uh, exiled two target creatures For each of those creatures its, contro- its controller reveals cards from the top of his or her library Until he or she reveals a creature card Puts a card on the battlefield Then shuffles the rest into his or her library So, before you explain why this card's in the deck Let me tell you this I had to spend 15 minutes
2: <laughs> To out why this is in the deck <laughs>
0: So,
3: uh Goad, why is it in the deck? Well, the Virgent Transformations is one of the two main combo go cards. So, yeah. what you need to set up, what you need to set up is you need to have a certain amount of mana, kaikar, and then two spirits. So, that's what you need to have in play. So, you cast a Virgent Transformation, you exile the two spirit tokens, then you reveal cards from top of the library until you get to two creatures, do all that rigmarole. And he has two creatures in the deck. Oh, yeah, that's right. So I definitely <laughs> get to choose which two cards I put into play. <laughs> so those two creature cards are... Um, are if I could scroll, there we go. Come on, architect on the tablet is not working for me tonight.
0: Wow! <laughs> wow. From, From the, the creator on the himself, IBM, architect on the IBM Watson server farm doesn't work as well as tapped out. <laughs> put it on tapped out, people. It's not that hard. <laughs>
3: Well, okay. I lost my train of thought again. The two creatures the goes gets, right? It's like whenever he yells at me, I lose my I brain. know! Okay, yeah, it's, right? It's, just, it's How do you guys get over this? You gotta just learn to oh, ignore it. After, after
1: years of abuse, you just ignore
3: <laughs> it. <laughs> Alright, so the first one of the first ones is Spellseeker, which uh, when it enters the battlefield, you may search your library for an instant or sorcery with converted mana cost two or less. Can we also so, talk about how that card's $20? What?! Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's another one that I'm really surprised that's so expensive. $20. So, With that, it's a combo piece. And then you also go and you find a card called Elsha of the Infinite, which is another really important piece to the combo. Sounds like it. It's got infinite in the name. Oh my God, that's right.
1: (laughs) Are you sure you didn't drink half that beer?
3: (laughs) I'm starting to feel like I did. Welcome to my life. (laughs) So with that card, you may look at the top card of your library and you can cast it if it's a non-creature, non-land, and you can do it if it has flash. So the way after you get those in play, you use your spell seeker to search for Enlightened Tutor. You find Enlightened Tutor, you cast it, you put a Sensei's Divining Top on the top of your library, and, and you then you infinite. cast it infinite times, draw infinite cards, and from there you just... You Win the do game any through number, some different
0: ways. Through
3: any number of different ways. But well, you what don't you generate euphemism? infinite
0: mana, right?
3: No, no, but you don't need to really generate infinite mana, uh, because you get well. You can eventually dig through the deck and find enough artifacts to cast them. Use Kaikar, and Oh, then the, the artifacts, zero drop artifacts. Yeah, zero okay, drop artifacts, and you can set up something else, or you can just go all the way through and uh, put Jace Wielder of Mysteries in play, and uh, draw cards and Lapman Man yourself. Which, for those playing the home game, if you don't know, those are if you try to draw a card when your library is empty, you win the game instead yep. of lose.
2: So. Basically, you don't let him resolve that. Yeah, right.
0: don't. So this whole thing, and this is one of the reasons why I like this deck more so than a lot of the other CADH decks. CADH decks? Yeah, CADH decks. I'm I'm from Kansas. So this is a true Rube Goldberg deck and that you have to jump through all these weird infinite loop cycles on top of each other's. But then you also have normal infinite cycles in here too, just in case those get too complex. Yep.
2: Yeah, pretty much. Well, and the funny thing, though, is because, spoiler alert, we actually had an episode for CEDH Month, Recorded that when it came out before this, but my audio messed up. So now me and Tucker recording that New Year's Day, it's God gonna, help us. Gu-
0: so that's gonna be a weird one. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just say it's gonna be sweaty. <laughs> it, uh, yeah, I was gonna just say it's <laughs> gonna be wet. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna be wet. I'm sure. <laughs> I am still
2: sweating from the night before. Uh but uh Big Tuck in that one, because that was technically our first one, was like, I just hate cdh And by the end of the episode, it's like I kind of like this like weird like loop that you kind of have to go yeah. through to get it done. And now here we go, second one in a row. He's saying the same thing. So I think secretly he does like CEDH. I just like. I like. He the, just is on this platform and he can't get off. I of
0: like that. the loop aspect of CEDH. I just hate the fact that it's four people playing solitaire and you're all just rushing towards one goal as soon as you possibly can.
3: This man should play stacks. Yeah.
2: No. <laughs> no. That's even worse. Well, um, Big Tuck,
0: what is your second one so this is one i didn't get and i don't still get it and you referenced it earlier is it a white sorcery yes okay that's mine
3: okay
2: okay (laughs) i cut that real quick so okay So i'm curious to hear what you guys say so three
0: two one false False Dawn. dawn and it's a colorless and a white second
3: okay so Oh, did you want to say something about it first? No, you want you, to, I, oh, I you want, want, want you to read the card. Oh, I think oh, all no. I got to say yeah. as he said, the card's name is False Dawn. It's one and a white, and it's a sorcery. So it has two effects. The first one is colored mana symbols on all permanents I control, and on all cards I own that aren't in play become white until end of turn. And then I get to draw a card, which is neat. Okay. But the reason why this is in there is because it will change... Uh, will to keep it as simple as I can, it will change Kaikar's sacrifice of spirit generator to a red white. to a white, and sure. then it'll also change literally every other mana symbol in the deck to a oh. white mana symbol. Okay. So I can cast anything I want at any time just using Kaikar and the abilities with that. So But uh, how are you generating the infinite mana? There's a couple of different ways. Oh, okay. I mean, probably okay. The bit, probably so it's still the,
2: another Rude Goldberg machine yeah,
3: okay, gotcha. to get to I, this thing. Yeah, I mean, one of the ways you can do it is off of the uh, Dramatic Reversal and the Dramatic Scepter combo, since he's making infinite spirits with that, and that you could just cast all your spells. It's a really neat little inclusion. Uh, I understand why you would want to cut it, but uh, it does help me... Really, with a lot of the fixins mm. on it too. I it's do just, love fixins on my baked
1: potatoes. It, it, it
0: is, it is cute.
1: Another, that, another hot that dog real is quick. Cute. Wizards Rube Goldberg machine would be a sweet secret lair drop. That one I would buy.
0: And it's just the, uh, it's just the. Uh, yeah, what would it be? Writing station, blasting station, combo.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the original machine. Okay, so I, I understand it a little bit
2: more now. Um, it, it looks like you're still having to piece at least four pieces together maybe five to make it work because um all right well definitely the card i'm adding is not as sexy as that but we'll get to that in a bit so my last one is one that does work even if you can't generate infinite mana but because you're storming off so shot is something that with what um, was described with the divergent transformation is just money. Um, and it actually took me a second to realize, like, wait, how are you doing this? Uh, <laughs> so colorless red sorcery. Grapeshot deals one damage to target creature or player, and it has storm. So when you play this spell, copy it for each spell played before it this turn. You may choose new targets for the copy. Mages often seek to emulate the powerful relics lost to time and apocalypse. Not the bad X-Men movie.
0: Um, that movie so, was bad That was oh, yeah. atrocious It was awful Yeah that was really bad Yeah um,
2: Did you see
0: Dark Phoenix? Yes That made Apocalypse look like A Martin Soros season <laughs> <laughs> Dark Phoenix wasn't good <laughs> uh, No. the uh, Well it's just the big bad villains sucked You have Jessica Chastain One of the most attractive redheads on the planet And you make her blonde It's an insult <laughs> <laughs> As soon as I saw that in the trailer I was like this movie's gonna suck
2: So basically guys with this If he gets his Dramatic scepter combo he just wins because he does it in f- a million times and he blasts everyone <clears> in the face for a million as long as it doesn't get countered. Well, no, because it's Storm, Storm, so it's right. each individual one. So they have to Fluster Storm. In response. No, great Shot on the stack. Fluster yeah, Storm. So, yeah, oh, right, yeah. Right. Um, that would be hilarious. But then I guess you just dramatic receptor and then you just do it again. How
0: does that? Oh, yeah, because it un- you, just wait, you wait for that to resolve. And then yeah. you're like, OK, I still have infinite mana. So, yeah.
2: <laughs> oh god, that's hilarious. The machine still goes. <laughs> um and it's it's cool to see this because I obviously haven't been playing Magic long enough. Because I guess Grape Shot was a thing. Oh yeah. At, yep. at some point. Was it like type one, type two, or is this like a modern thing?
1: I remember it being, I think, in, the, in, I, in a type one, type two. It was like it was pretty effective.
0: There was like two from My understanding, there's like two storm cards that were played in whatever version of these decks. It's like grape shot in red and then tendrils and agony in black. Mm. And like both of them, it's like, do you want to go with this one, that one, or both of them? Gotcha. So I don't,
3: is it legacy? Is a tendrils like, tendrils is good in legacy? Is this that storm combo in legacy is tendrils? When last I really paid attention to modern, storm was still a thing and grape shot was still one of the closers of the deck. The other one was uh. Empty the Warrens Uh, storm creates two goblins. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, I, I I like that The cards in here, it's
2: kind of cool because it's just one of those things that if you don't think through that, that thought process, you would never think to put it in your deck. So yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm there for it. I think there was a time where, There was a time where people were like, oh, it's EDH, you're casting lost spells. I'm going to like slot this in just for fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I I know I've done that before. I was like, I'm just going to throw in a grape shot in my Mizzik stack. And then I'm like, or (laughs) (laughs) I could put in. Another take an extra that, liter- that does something. <laughs> <pain>. That literally <laughs>
2: happened to me with my Animar deck because I thought I was oh like, you're oh. like oh it's so a grape shot because <laughs> no <laughs> it was a grape shot it was the blue one that you like shuffle your library and then oh, reveal the yeah, top right, right, right. and it, I, th- I think it, you just get to play it for yeah, free yeah yeah right. mine's it's... Desire. There yes, we go. That's right. I had that in my Animar deck forever. So, oh yeah, I'm gonna be bouncing creatures left that's and cool. right just for free all day long. No. Do you still have that deck? Yeah. Downer. all right now we're gonna head on to the spice package
0: now before we get started here (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot of options yeah willie i just want to tell you you really outdid yourself here you took what could have been just a complete train of value a circus of value if you will and you really i think you really stretched your creative muscles and really built out some creative cards that maybe don't fit so well um, but are still like, you know, kind of tied to the deck's theme. Um, I am going to sit out this entire conversation. <laughs> out of protest. And I will let you two discuss no sense, huh? In my
3: defense, compared to a lot of the lists that I see Compar- for Kaikar, this is a spicy boy. To, 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 <laughs>
0: compared to, to the, the lost episode that we're re recording, it <laughs> might well be a lost episode. It is true.
1: I think your protest, you just sit in the background. Big Tuck will not talk. Big Tuck will not talk. Deflecting palm. Pour
2: Instant.
3: Ah, now you have to read. Ah, oh, crap. I've been struggling so hard at that tonight. Now you're putting me with this. The next time a source of your choice would deal damage to you this turn, prevent that damage. If damage was prevented that way, deflecting palm deals that much damage to that source's controller. W-
1: why <laughs> is this in the deck? Okay, so for two reasons. I like the like four Ws you threw into that. <laughs> Why?
3: One, I just love the card. Okay, I, it's it's fair. an outstanding card. That's it, spice, spice, that's spice. Yep, yeah, it has gotten people a couple of times what? before. Yeah, it's gotten people a couple times before, and it has gotten people in our play group before. So then, like, you like, gotta know nobody day. in CEDH sees this. Not with Kaikar, but with other. Oh, sure. Other decks.
2: Yeah. I'm talking CEDH. Oh, in. Okay. CEDH,
3: it did get a couple of people. It didn't just outright kill them, but it saved my life and hurt them, both emotionally and
2: physically. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who's swinging with a big creature, though? Um, okay. That, so, if okay it, we, if we have it, a. If it was to prevent all damage, oh, so you're out, and sir. then redirect it, then I would get that, because then even the go-wide uh, Najila decks would be impacted,
3: but just from a source? That specific instance was me against an elf ball player in OKC, and they had cast a Crater hoof and went, well, Will has already taken damage, we're going to go ahead and just send one guy at him, because it'll kill him. Oh. And I went, ha! you thought deflecting <laughs> <laughs> <The laughs> palm bolted it got him in the face for like 20 it was amazing that's some squee <laughs> shit i like it <laughs> all right well uh i'm glad it's got someone still don't think it belongs in the deck but i did not cut it this card, if you cast it and you do it once and you play another game with people, you will put the fear of God in someone with this card. <laughs> <laughs> You'll sit there with the red white up and they'll be like, hmm, can casting
0: cast clone? <laughs> And I respect your respect of this card in this deck.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, no way I'm going to be that villain. Miss Wealth? <laughs> Sure. Decent. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to wrap up the spice package. Now we're going to head to the bottle capping. And as a reminder, there's going to be big tucks, the goads and eyes, cuts and adds to the deck that are going to be under $5, under $50 and a million dollar personal recommendation. We just can't talk about man only lands. And so. I
0: actually have a bottle to uncap in celebration of our last episode of the year. Ooh. So we have a Goose Island, Bourbon County brand stout. Goose. So these are delicious, and my dad is this going to make me sick as no, well? not at all. This okay. is—it's very—it's a heavy molassesy dark beer. Uh, okay, with like negative hop profile. So <laughs> I think, I think... Negative hop profile. I think what you'll be good. So, move? Mr. Combo, right. that's for you. This is a fancy one. Will, would you like a little? Yep. Knock. Yep. Yeah. That's oh it's like chocolate after, so that, little, after that pun i gotta yeah, go for it. It's a little, you yeah it's gotta have a little taste pants you want a little, want a little oh, scotch of here of course yeah. it's better it has a has quite the bite it's well it's it's a bourbon oh my barrel god aged,
1: that, so the head got, on that is just yeah it's but good. i will say
2: the aftertaste
1: is phenomenal well,
2: that's actually no, really I'm good.
1: good i'm good this will be enough
2: i got a lot of heavy drinking to do when i get home
0: seriously godfather
2: (laughs) (laughs) that's staying
0: in from the the bleacher
2: all right goad we're going to start with you i want to hear your first card you're going to cut and what would you like to add to the deck that's under five bucks
3: well my under five bucks and my oh my personal recommendation are kind of linked together so i'll read the card tell you what i'm going to cut and then we'll i'll save the big explanation for after i get to that like it so the card's called underworld breach what are you going to cut? Uh, I am going to cut a basic planes.
2: Whoa. I,
0: I'm also going to add underwater Breach. Yeah, let's go.
3: Get the breaches. Bre- <laughs> Tambourine. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tambo storm. <laughs> storm. But I am gonna I'm going to cut because I'm going to cut the land because like 31's a lot for CEDH. <laughs> Is hey, it a lot? Like, I'm at 29. I... So- Whenever I cool, talk I like. to anyone about CEDH, they're like, you run 31 lands? And I'm just like, I, I know. It's just, I have, you know, I have the, um I don't even want to say how many years in regular EDH I have <laughs> where I've been running at minimum and it causes me pain to go down to 35. Yeah. And going down to 30, maybe even below 30, is just, just hurts me. Yeah, But anyway, Underworld Breach. It's a one and one red enchantment. And its ability is each non-land card in my graveyard has escape. And that escape cost is equal to the cards, mana cost plus exile three other cards from my graveyard. And at the beginning of my end step, I have to sacrifice the enchantment.
0: Yeah. So I i am also putting this in. What are you cutting? I am going to cut return to dust. Mm, and this is fair. a big thank you to Mr. Combo because I really didn't know what this deck was. I couldn't figure it out because I know CDH textures optimized, but, um, <clears throat> return to Dust is two colors, two white, um, and you can exile a target instant or, or I'm sorry, a target uh, artifact or enchantment. And if you cast it during your one of your main phases, you could to exile two. So, for me, I think that the easy replacement to Return to Dust would have been like a Generous Gift or something that was non conditional removal at maybe a slightly lower mana cost. But the thing why I liked about Underworld Breaches, to my knowledge, I didn't see there's no graveyard recursion. And I don't know if that matters in CDH, but I couldn't help myself to be like, if you had, if you got out lucky, got a lucky draw, and they got all, you had all your stuff lined up, right, and all got binned, you're just like, all right, well, I don't know what to do now, right? So this Mm -hmm. at least gives you a chance to dig back out of the hole that you got put in.
3: Yeah, yeah, I got you. Right? Does that make sense? Is that? Yeah, no, I understand entirely what you're saying, and the Return to Dust is definitely a fair cut. Mm -hmm. It's uh it's another one that I'm not too excited. Yeah, about. and, so and like- <laughs> the reason I had
2: recommended it to Big Tuck to cut is only because four during main phase is a lot yeah, to get yeah, rid of two things. Um, I think in normal kitchen table EDH or even tuned EDH, I think it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But in CDH, where it's just you're you're trying to spend as little as possible for the most of impact, yeah. four just ain't going to cut it. Um, and if you ever put Return to Dust in and being like, well, I could do it at instant speed.
0: Shame in, on in, you. Incorrect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, No way. But I love
2: Underworld Breach. It's it's one of those cards that initially I kind of trashed on it. I was just like, meh, like whatever. It's yeah. like a one-time use. But I think you're right, Tuck. If you run a deck that does not have any graveyard recursion in it, even like it's off color, but even my Karametra deck... I have loose graveyard recursion in there. I got two spells, and I got the Emiria land and the Emiria angel that has landfall. Right. Yeah. Um, know, like it's like its own back. like
1: deck format now. Loose graveyard recursion.
2: Loose, yeah, and <laughs> it, and especially in CEDH, what happens if three of Goat's combo pieces get countered, and he's just like, "Well, f me sideways." Yeah. Like maybe casting an Underworld Breach, people be like, "Oh, well." Let's see what happens. Let's see what he tries to get out of it. And then maybe it's, oh, let me do this. Oh, you're gonna try to counter spell. Let me escape out force of will or disallow.
0: Absolutely. Or like you had, you have everything in hand, right? And they don't know it. And they they thought they got you when they got your Issachron Scepter or whatever the case may be. And they're like, yeah, sure. <laughs> Go nuts. And yeah. They're like, I will. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Well, that was both of your guys under $5 cut and add my under $5. As I already talked about it earlier. I'm going to cut the false dawn. And honestly, the reason is I get it that you can now in theory try to cast everything in your deck, but I didn't see like anointed procession or things to double out or triple out your tokens. So we're still back to that one to one ratio. So I don't think the infinite white really does that much. Personally, but I do believe Whirlwind of Thought would be oh. an amazing card <laughs> for this yes, deck. This card is a One in guy so that's the blue, red, white enchantment. Whenever you cast it on a creature spell, draw a card. That's it. Can't and support it. Been you, on a weather light report. Happy to see <laughs> it.
0: <laughs> I hate this
2: card. And uh, you only have three creatures in your entire 100 card deck. So you're just, every card you cast is pretty much going to be a replacement card for itself. Um, and I don't think that's something you can underlook. Plus, with your top rigmarole, yeah. that turns out to be real good. Oh, cast top off the top, draw another card. Oh, okay. Well, don't. Yep. Yeah, uh, all right. Let's just flip flop it. And then you dig through your deck twice as fast.
0: Right. It's it's just another way to also get to your Jace Wilder Mysteries combo mm, too, right? Yep.
3: Yeah. Whirlwind of Thought's a really good card. Uh, it is definitely one that I've really considered. In um... 60 cents. Like, even if you buy it and it doesn't work. Just,
2: yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, like, there's no reason, to reason why
0: not. We didn't talk about this. Underworld of Breach. Didn't this used to be like 60 cents? It's like $2 yeah. dollars now.
2: Gets played a lot in Standard? It gets a lot of play in Legacy. Oh, okay. It got banned it gets, in Standard. I think right? going forward, no, wait, we need to get. But...
1: Big Tuck, a, no longer can mention anything $3 and less as being too expensive. All right, fair enough. Right, this, this is, is Magic the Gathering. This this it's expensive.
3: It is does get a lot of play in Legacy. And hint the card that I'm going to bring up as the, my other <laughs> card is the reason for that all right okay. <laughs> well let's move on to under 50 dollars uh go to
2: start us off what are you going to cut and then what are you going to add for under 50 bucks well i'm going to cut goblin bombardment
3: Aww. and i'm going to add cool. aetherflux reservoir oh, oh. yeah <laughs>
1: that was a beautiful response everybody Aww. was just like oh Aww. no oh, oh yes
4: oh. yes, <laughs> yes!
3: noodle's an aetherflux reservoir fan all right so what does goblin
2: bombardment do why are you cutting it and then why are you adding an aetherflux
3: well goblin bombardments are really simple uh, enchantments two drops sack a creature deal one damage to a thing but isn't he, that part of your whole infinite token you would think so but a lot of what i'm doing except for the like dramatic reversal the main combo with divergent transformations mm-hmm. like you mentioned it's one for one like i'm playing okay. the spirit sacking the spirit Immediately. Like I don't have like I'm not going plus one enough with the spirits to actually do damage. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Goblin Bombardment really is just kind of sits there and does nothing. Whereas with all the infinite casts that I'm doing with Aetherflux Reservoir, I'm gaining the life that I can use to machine gun people. Mm, yeah. So to me, I know it's a it's a bigger investment in the terms of mana cost, but it is just the superior card between the two. And yeah, I think that one's definitely it, that one's definitely gonna happen just because it yep. gives me that another way to just come in and slam the door shut. Okay. no, that, that makes a lot of sense. Now
0: can you believe the God bombardment costs I'm joking <laughs>
1: <laughs> under three dollars. It's like Are, six, isn't it? Somewhere in there. What? Yeah, it's five oh, or six. Wow. Um, well, like, let me guess, you got a bunch of those upstairs. <laughs> Where's your binder of Goblin Bombard? No, actually, I, I only have a couple. That's fine. A <laughs> <binders? laughs> couple binders? A couple binders <laughs> of Goblin
3: Bombard. Spent $40 on this box and they were all just <laughs> Goblin Bombard. It amazing.
1: <laughs>
2: uh, so, Big Tuck, what are you going to cut and what are you going to add for under 50?
0: So, I read an article a long time ago that said this: there's better options to this card So if you didn't have all of them, I don't know if I would cut it, but I'm actually going to cut Serum Visions. Oh, so um, it's a blue draw card scry two. I think the ones that you have in here, Opt, Ponder, Preordain, Brainstorm, I think just all do that better, in my opinion, because you draw because at least those other ones you get to choose what you draw. This one you just draw and then stack your deck. Mm -hmm. Um, So honestly, I had a real hard time cutting cards for this (laughs) deck, so I just went with my gut on them. (laughs) Um, and this card came is fresh off the presses. I would wager to guess this card is going to go into a lot of CDH decks, which I think we're talking about last week. Yeah. Uh, whole breacher two colors and a blue for flash an opponent would draw a card except for the first one. They draw on each of their draw steps and you create a treasure token. Yep. Uh, I don't need a map to find riches. I also <laughs> don't need a like this card. Uh it's just really good. And I, like while we were talking, I almost pivoted and cut smothering tithe for this because it's a oh. mana uh, shorter. But so I think it's good to have redundancy in it. As we talked about in almost a lot of CDH deck, a lot of them are chasing that, like even including this one, are chasing that like draw to your chasing that party. high. Yeah, chasing that high <laughs> of the low library. Yeah. And I think having this out both as a way to ramp yourself, um, as a way to stop people from drawing cards from brainstorms or the myriad of different abilities they have for it. And also to prevent other people's massive win cons, all for three mana at flash speed, seems like it's pretty good. Yeah, I would just venture to guess you haven't had a
2: chance to pick one up, or it would be in here. Well, um, oh, whole creature isn't going to make it into the list. Yeah, it because can't make it, it in. can't. It, it, messes it, it messes up his combo.
3: Yeah, because it get it's a creature. It gets in the way of divergent transformations. Oh damn it! So it is a really good card. Boo, and, fail. And Big I will Tuck. Give, I will give Go to Big the corner. Wear your hat. I will give Big Tuckin out here. Because I am going to add the next card I'm going to the big expensive card I'm going to add is going to change like it's going to cause a ripple effect within the deck. So we will see if Divergent Transformations remains in the deck after that card is added. So if that does get cut, Whole Breacher will definitely be a card that I look at to add to the list. Hey, cool. There you go. All right. Well, my under 50. You know, good. I thought you were a good
2: deck builder. I'm not. Right. Uh, uh, and then I saw you played leadership vacuum in here. What dude, the hell? No. Dude, I love dude, that card. Two colorless blue, instant. Draw a card. Target player. Not each opponent, not all players. Target player returns each commander they control from the battlefield to the command zone. Do you know that most CEDH decks don't even need their commander to truly function? But think Why? about all the commander
1: legends partners, the value. I'm a stand for this card too well, so I agree with you. <laughs> this
3: card, I see what you're saying, and I agree with most of it. However, this one is more of a meta The people that I, uh, the people down in Wichita that I play with, a lot of them, their ideas of CDH is like Voltron and that kind of thing. So they make the really big commander and make it untargetable. I just go, put that in your command zone, boy.
4: Put that away.
3: <laughs> put that away. So. If it's like that's a meta pick, but, you know, in any other reasonable situation, you would be
2: right. Well, the card <laughs> that I'm going to add is just significantly better than it, Ooh. even with what you've just described. And I'm pretty sure you bought these pre cons. Why don't you have fierce guardianship in here? Two colorless blue. instant. if you control right. a commander, you may cast it without paying its mana cost. Counter target non-creature spell. Actually, didn't buy any of those pre-cons. Oh, oh, that has to feel bad. Yeah, it is. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> like it, this it, and hit your Walmart. They may still be yeah. Floating spot, around. Yeah, deflecting squat would swat, be yeah. a good one to also have in here.
3: I was going to buy the junk one, and then our good friend Squee <laughs> betrayed me, and he went out and he bought it first. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what you? What? <laughs> what? The bug.
3: I thought we was friends.
0: <laughs> Do you even Anyways. play that anymore?
3: No. no. Oh, <laughs> let's you know. So I <laughs>
0: do what
2: you will. I, I understand <laughs> a meta pick with that. But once again, you've said that your deck is more centered around I just need to kind of do my bubble and get to the win. And so I think Fierce Guardianship, while you have Kaikar out there and yep. you're doing your rigmarole, oh, you want to do that? And you think I'm tapped out? Ah, free counterspell. Yep. Get out of here.
0: Now, and con- conversely to the counter argument of so double converse to leadership vacuum
1: double converse in a counter argument to a counter spell we yes. are playing cdh here
0: yes exactly <laughs> i can keep going um this deck does function better with its commander out right correct so that would make sense to your point of if that is a rarity it is good playing into that with a card like this right yeah yeah
2: but like the way I look at Fierce Guardianship in CEDH specifically is you only run it if your deck is centered around your commander. Yeah. So like my turns and burns deck, I have it in there and I have the deflecting swat in there because my deck only works if I have Vile Smasher and Thrasios out there.
0: Right. Yep. Makes sense. So it'd feel real bad if you got Fierce or if you got uh leadership vacuum. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. just cast Fierce Guardianship. Oh. Oh, right. <laughs> and then he casts force a will, and then someone else doesn't like how oh, this is going, so he casts fluster Storm and nothing happens. <laughs> of course, Will cast
2: force of will he has to. Yeah. It's the force of him. I'm He's press- wearing
0: a shirt that has will on it twice. I was also weird. I was also surprised to see that Will <laughs> Bender didn't make it into the cut, but what are you gonna do? All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna try to get this episode <laughs> close to a close
2: and head over to the no budget section. And I'm very intrigued by what the goat is gonna add. Um, and big tuck because apparently they're breaking the bank as well. Am I? Yes. So, goat, what are you gonna cut? And what are you gonna add? Well,
3: we're gonna cut another land to get my get me under 29. <laughs> okay, wh- uh, what, what land to do you want? Uh let's go with the basic mountain. All right, why not? Yeah, why not? We'll That's a rarity it, on this nice cast. Stable. People
1: don't cut the basics.
3: Yeah, we. We needed to get under that thirty. We're gonna go for it because what we're gonna add is a zero drop artifact that creates mana.
0: Damn it! I I'm, think we might be on the same one. But does it? But does it also get that Tambo? Does it, it also potentially?
3: It has a downside where I have to discard my hand. Oh, so, I know which one you're talking about. We're talking about Lion's Eye Diamond. Yeah. Interesting. So okay. Lion's Eye Diamond is and Underworld Breach t- together completely change the entire deck. We it know. opens us up to many, many more infinite combos. And like I said, it's going to cause ripple effects that'll change the deck up overall. So, okay. this is going to add yeah. infinite combos where Underworld Breach, Lion's Eye Diamond, and Wheel of Fortune is a mill. Everyone mills their entire deck. So, what is LED? Uh, Lion's Eye Diamond, uh, as I said, is a zero drop artifact that you can tap, sacrifice. I'm sorry, I don't even think you have to tap it, but you sacrifice it, yep. discard your hand, and add three mana of any one color to your mana pool. And. Until end of turn, obviously. Yep. So, with Underworld Breach and play, that all of a sudden that turns the Internet. Wheel of Fortune into, an, into everybody mills their library. Uh, you can run a card like Burning Inquiry and do that mm. again. Oh. Uh, you can run cards like Lotus Petal and Brain Freeze and mill your opponents out. You, you can play cards like Alter of the Brood and ETB, mill everyone out. out. <laughs> yep, we could also do that. Trash. <laughs> It just opens the okay. way to making the deck like have go from just a lot more infinite combos. And this is one that ever since Underworld Breach was previewed, I'm like, I have to try this in Kaikar.
1: And just for the record, on the Mirage print of this, $450. Which the, is why I haven't done it the yet. The only printing of it, because this card <laughs> is
0: part of Magic History on the reserve list. Nice. Is there a gold-bordered version? no. <laughs> but I wish there was uh, but back in the day you could use, you used to be able to pick these up for like five bucks that's because there's no gold boarded version
1: if there was a gold boarded version they would have won the championship and if there isn't a gold boarded version then it was a crap card back then well Things then like there that. was a collector's editions not on yeah. this one oh. no, only alpha beta oh
2: they only did that for alpha beta yes oh alright that's fair yeah you know LED is one of those buy a cars. box of gold and learn about your old <laughs> led is one of those cards that honestly i saw the printing i would hear people vaguely talk about it but i'm like that sounds like a terrible card sack it three mana discard your hand trash Ah. but i think underworld breach is really is what's kind of made this card shine i'm sure there's other rigmaroles you can do but underworld breaches uh seems to be the easiest where it's like oh it's zero drop it goes to my graveyard as long as no one has rest in peace or some anti graveyard thing, I should just win. Mm-hmm. But I guess the question I would have is at what point go, do you cast led and try to do this? Ooh. Because you obviously have to have enough in your graveyard to rinse and repeat and actually make it worthwhile. Cause just getting brainstorm over and over and over again. I mean, I guess that technically works cause you would draw a net one card every time. Well, right? it depends
3: on what your final piece is going to be. So if you're going to have that be Wheel of Fortune, you can go as early as turn 2. Once you have uh the Lion's Eye Diamond, once you have the Underworld Breach and in play because you're casting the Wheel of Fortune from your graveyard, drawing 7, discarding and then you re-bring it out of the yard, you cast it all out of the yard again. So you're drawing 7, then you immediately discard those 7, then you use 6 of them to recast the Wheel of Fortune and the Under- and the uh Lion's Eye Diamond. So if it's like if you're going with uh Lion's Eye Hem and Wheel of Fortune, you can go as early as turn 2. Wow. But with some other combos, you do have to really play it safe because like we've said a few to- or a few times before on the podcast, this deck is a Rube Goldberg machine mm-hmm, and right. when you start to combo, you can fail. Yeah. So okay. You do have to play it safe, but Wheel of Fortune just just gets it.
0: Just gets it. Just gets it. Just well, gets that was a nice
3: it. snap.
2: Big Thank tuck. You. You're also cutting leadership vacuum, correct? No. Oh.
0: What? No, switch it. I hate you. <laughs> All
4: right, what are you cutting? Uh,
0: so my card is even more expensive than this and does much less. So I got I got what I like to call a double whammy there. So I'm going to cut your old pal Fellwar Stone. Okay. So for Manolith. Yeah. Yes, the Wonderful. sec is way too fast. Glad. Um, Glad so to hear it. <laughs> is two colors for an artifact. Tap and add one mana of any color that a land and opponent controls can produce. argument's sake, it's probably the second best two drop mana rock outside of Arcane Signet. Um, but we can do better. And with the small investment into <clears throat> another piece of magic history. Oh, here we go. And $453. Oh, this is kind of frightened. If you want. The fancy version five hundred and twenty four dollars.
1: There's a fancy version of Magic History.
0: You can make yeah. That is weird. How does that work? <laughs> Judge promo? Uh, from the vaults. Huh. Uh, you can slot in a mox diamond. Doesn't that kind of, of f- already started even faster?
1: Does that not f- up the whole point of Magic History? I don't know. It like doesn't matter. Uh, uh, sorry. Uh. Judge! Is it already in there? It's already in there. Yes! Yeah. Damn it!
0: <laughs> alright, fine. Mine's a line, lion-side diamond. <laughs> no, wait! No, 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 Suck it! Uh... uh hold on. Uh, Panic scroll! No. Okay, I got it. Yep, alright. Great. No, we're gonna do it even better. Uh, we are going to cut a basic... Uh... 28 lands now. We're gonna base, cut a basic <laughs> island and put in Tabernacle of Pendle Vale. There you go. Wow. Hi, Just because it's expensive, I don't know. Yeah, I, that whole thing threw me off. I was confused and scared.
1: <laughs> Mister Day Two, welcome to the party. Glad, glad you it well, a. What uh, does do?
0: Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think you're
1: even allowed to read this card off for how angry you got at for it for us for saying you
0: land all creatures out of the beginning of your at uh, the beginning of your upkeep. The sword of creature that should pay one does nothing to CEDH. So that's why you get to play the format. Suck it. Ah oh, man. Wow okay guys well I'm going to try to recover this because that was just an epic
2: failure oh. uh, I'm going to cut return to dust and the card that I'm adding is a lot less sexy compared to the goads but I do think you have a couple cards in here that already make this card work and of course Big Tuck is going to roll his eyes when I say it uh, but also that's why I asked about the basalt monolith you should probably put a power artifact in here Oh God. double blue well he can tutor for it with his of the mixture this, Yeah. Uh, he could also throw it on isochron scepter if it's like ah uh, if I only had one extra mana then I could do go infinite okay reduces it down to one but also grim monolith gives you your infinite mana so power artifacts and an enchant artifact card 250 bucks uh the activation cost of target artifact is reduced by two if this effect would reduce it to below one then it's one instead um so I I don't know how that now works with your LED if that's something that you would even want to consider because it sounds like I'd rather go to the LED route than the power artifact route Uh, But if your thought process is I'm going to go to LED and I'm going to put more X-type spells in here to take use of that infinite mana, I think it might make sense to put in Power Artifacts. That's almost kind of redundancy for your LED combo. If for some reason that gets shut off, you still know that you have a Grim Monolith Power Artifact infinite mana that you could pour into your stuff.
3: Okay, I kind of see that. I I see where you're going with that. Uh, I guess the question is, and like I said, definitely with the led thing uh, it would cause a ripple effect within the deck and i think it like it might be worth a shot uh we, we can see about adding it well and i def but, but i do definitely support your hatred of return to dust because <laughs> i i'm gonna need to take that
2: out yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's a great for, card for something but uh yeah well anyways this has just been a shit show Thanks for making it until the end. As promised, here's some details about our giveaway from our sponsor, Level One. We're actually going to be giving away a Kaldheim bundle from Level One. So it's going to be a mixture of collector boosters, normal packs, specialty things. Plus, you get a CMD tower playmat and sleeves. To enter, just promote the content that we produce. You get an entry for every interaction you do with us on social media, plus being a patron. We will announce the winner on MTG Action 4 News February 2nd and social media soon after. And yes, we're doing these giveaways each month. Could be a sweet little card set like this could be a custom deck it just depends on what level one puts together but we would love a five-star review hit the subscribe button whether you're watching us on youtube listening to us on a podcast platform uh you know and leave positive feedback it really does help and we do read that stuff so we can try to improve the content you're listening and watching to if you would like to reach out to us and find out more ways to enter the contest here's how you can do that you can reach me at mr comment number five on twitter all spelled out except for the five Big Tuck, where can they reach you?
0: Uh, I am still on the Twitterverse. I have not been as active this week because of uh, uh, at Big Tuck tweeting.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You can reach our main account at CMD Tower on Twitter as well. We will have the GOAT's deck list posted at cmdtower.com slash BNBE73. Basically, all you got to do is type in cryptic command, mana crypt, dramatic reversal, uh, tower.com. Did the mana
1: crypt hurt? because you've died to it so many times i don't want to talk about it
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've,
1: almost, I've almost thought about cutting it to save you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this card is a curse
1: squeamy gee if people want to get a hold of your manalift commentary how would they do that oh you can find me on facebook or instagram at richcast records you can find me Deer Squee, at cmdtower.com. i am on twitter uh I'll, I'll mirror tuck i'm a little less active man ah. it's at Deer Squee. Oh, all right. Well, he does do audio editing. So if you'd like to work with the, ah, ah, you can.
2: Of course, big shout out to Coats. He's our video editor for YouTube. So if you want to check him out or hit him up for a project at Coats on Twitter. If you would like to actually support uh, our sponsor with the orders you're already doing, you guys should head over to LoveOneGameShop.com. When you place an order in the order notes, just type in CMD Towers to know that you came from The Collective. Outside of their own storefront, they do have their own TCG store, so you can get them on multiple platforms, board games, tabletop accessories, sweet dice, and an awesome staff. Go hook them up so they know that it's worth uh, actually doing these giveaways. If you would actually like to put dollars in our pockets so we can continue to improve the content, get Big Tuck an actual audio setup that works when he leaves remotely. And hopefully help us build our twitch platform uh you should have it to our patreon patreon.com slash cmd tower we have several different war tiers from as simple as getting uh a squee mcgee coin for five dollars a month plus access to the discord and the deck therapy up to even the big Tuck's brew buddies at 15 where you get a pack of sleeves you get a big tuck monarch you get a squee coin you get a sticker and you get a shout out Ooh. plus every entry Plus every tier gets you additional entries into the monthly giveaways. If you can't do a monthly perspective, but you would actually like to help us out and get some of our swag, you can head over to cmdtower.com slash merch. We do sell everything on there. Please buy it. I am swarming in reminder tokens. That's a reminder that I need to sell more reminder tokens, which is a reminder that I need to sell more reminder tokens and I could go on for infinite. Yes. (laughs) It. distortion it. <laughs> and of course again thank you to pink royal for the music provided in the episode so goad you kicked it off for us cedh month the ghost is loose <laughs>
3: how do you feel i feel great always had a lot of fun being on the cast it's always a lot of fun to get everybody's thoughts on the deck uh really hyper analyze it myself um yep. thank you guys so much for having me it was a lot of fun oh, yeah great.
2: so i guess the big thing is our reactions, cards we talked about, things that we said to cut, things that we were said to add, any of it surprising to you, any of it other than Big Tuck, obviously picking a card you already have in the deck, which that's like the easiest bottle capping there is. Oh, you should cut Mox Diamond for Mox Diamond. It's easy. Now, okay, I was thinking about that and I almost wasn't
0: gonna say anything. However, I do have an easy point to blame to wag the finger to. Architect. It was on Architect. <laughs> so probably when I was looking at Merchant Scroll, which if I may prove a point, when I put on Merchant it. Scroll, it completely covers the rest of the greens. And <laughs> guess what it doesn't do on our future sponsor tapped out) <laughs> <laughs>
2: So, yeah. Did anything surprise you today? Um, you know, anything that you will be taking away from this? Or uh, do you think you just need conventions to pop back up so you can actually see what the deck is supposed to do?
3: I would very much like the conventions to pop back in. That'd be very nice. But I uh, I did take a lot of like you know, the cuts and everything, getting to defend my cards. Um, A couple of cards I'm thinking about taking out are actually like, you know, Return to Dust. Uh, You kind of convinced, swayed me a little bit on Leadership Vacuum. so there's a, I took a lot out of it. Um, I will say though, that even though I definitely see the brilliance behind the Tabernacle,
1: because it doesn't tax me at all. I only run two creatures. It only it's costs brilliant. more than your mana base. It's matabase. a circus of
4: value. <laughs> yeah. it's
1: a, the value of $1,900. That card's like a million dollars, and I'd am not.
0: And i rather buy a lion's eye <laughs> a diamond with okay, that. Okay, listen. <laughs> you could buy four lion's eye diamonds for that. I, You know, listen. I understand, as we're all well aware of, that I'm a very cool... Do you calm, remember how loud you yelled at Forrest when he picked person. Tabernacle? That was a whole year ago. I'm a completely different person who has now evolved into someone who's calm... Rash, uh-huh, doesn't uh-huh, make yeah. second decisions, nope. uh-huh. and certainly doesn't get upset with himself right. when he picks a card that's already been right You haven't looked, looked the me in the last six months? Uh, so, you know, I, look, I'm going to walk out of here and I'm going to sleep like a baby and certainly not <laughs> psychoanalyze everything I did during this podcast until two in the morning, which is when Mr. Squee will still be awake. It's Mr. Big
2: Squeeze, sir. <laughs> well, I had a lot of fun with it, especially because I got insight. To one of my competitors in our little what small CEDH. Uh-oh. That's, Wait, no, that's where that's no. what I got insight, it.
1: baby. I'll be honest. <laughs> this no is what this, of, deck this, was what this to do. is all about. <laughs> this whole month is just just me getting data. Just me getting data. <laughs> was that from Seinfeld? When you control the mail, you control information. Newman. I don't Emma's. know. I watch good shows. Yeah. Oh, Seinfeld, yeah. Oh, I don't watch that.
2: You always say how I met your mother. I've never so watched an for, episode. Like you
1: go it. to the, the could, comedy people and ask anyone if friends the, is better than Seinfeld. The good
0: show of uh, Big Bang Theory. There <laughs> hey, Shits <laughs> Creek? That's a rare <laughs> exception. <laughs> the other one's trash. <laughs> I, I, I just need I need, 20, I need to wake <laughs> up in 2021 and fix my life. Two
1: days, buddy. Three days. Whatever. Two days. Two days? Two days. One day? Tomorrow's last Wednesday? day, yep. New Year's Eve. Yep. Yeah, yep. tomorrow's last that's, day. That's still this year.
4: <laughs> Bye! <laughs> <laughs>